Today, we continue our look at the Islanders roster player by player by discussing Cal Clutterbuck. How did the veteran do last season and what are his prospects for the coming year? Plus, Sedano Chara falls short of winning the Masterton Trophy and why the Eastern Conference Finals are tough for Islander fans. All that and more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sart tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Thanks for being part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We have got a lot to get to on today's show, but first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to email us. The email address lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news notes and happenings throughout what will be a very busy and important offseason from the draft, free agency, trade rumors, everything happening to your Islanders between now and the start of training camp. We'll cover it for you right here on Locked on Islanders. We're going to get started by uh, taking a look at Cal Clutterbuck, his season that was, and what lies ahead for Clutter. And, you know, we're going player by player throughout the roster. And Cal Clutterbuck, you know, his season ended early. He only played 59 games for the Islanders. Scored six goals, nine assists, that's 15 points, was a minus six. Quick question for Islander fans, and I'm wondering what your thoughts are. How many penalty minutes did Cal Clutterbuck have this season and last season? Because it's the same number. If you guessed 10, you're right. Cal Clutterbuck, a fourth-line winger who had 15 points this year, Still had one and a half times more points than penalty minutes, even though Clutter has a reputation for being a physical player. Keep in mind, Islander fans, he's a clean player. Ten penalty minutes in 59 games. Last year, he had ten penalty minutes in 50 games. The last time he had 50 penalty minutes in a season was way back in 2017-2018. So, 
keep that in mind when you're discussing Cal Clutterbuck. Clutter, 74 shots on goal in 59 games. That's one and a third shots on goal per game, roughly. And at the end of the day, he continues to be a very useful fourth-line player. Of the three players on the identity line, Clutterbuck really not slowing down all that much. You go back to the last full season before this year, which was 2018-2019. He played in 73 games, 8 goals, 23 points. He was close to those numbers if you prorate his statistics from this year. And Clutterbuck, not not going to be much on the power play. Uh, that, that's not his thing. But he did have a shorthanded goal. He'll kill penalties. He will play smart hockey in his own zone. And one thing you know about Cal Clutterbuck, <clears throat> if you've ever entered the Islanders locker room and done interviews with different players, Cal Clutterbuck is one of those people who has the respect of his teammates and just, you know, is 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 a leader in that locker room. And Clutterbuck, he's 34. He'll be 35 come November, so relatively early in the upcoming season. And so, you know, the Islanders announced he's re-signed. He was going to be a, an unrestricted free agent at the trade deadline instead of trading him. Lou Lamorello said, okay, we're going to bring him back on a one-year deal. Pretty economical deal, all things considered. The cap hit shouldn't be, uh, you know, substantial, and I think... For the intangibles, it's a good deal. And the fact that it's a one-year deal is a good thing. Because let's face it, a player like Cal Clutterbuck, at this stage in his career, where he's going to be 35 early in the season, he is getting close to the point where his body is going to start to break down. And, you know, he, he missed... Roughly half the season in 2019-2020. Missed the end of the season this year. Here is a guy who, you know, he's not at the end of his career yet. He still has a year, maybe two years left where he could play at his usual level. But he is not going to keep being able to play this style of hockey forever. Clutterbuck averaged 14 minutes and 3 seconds of ice time. That's the most per game, not by a lot, but the most since his first year with the Islanders in 2013-2014 when he had 14 minutes and 20 seconds. And he's been remarkably consistent with his ice time. Uh, It's usually, you know, since 2016... 2017, it's been 14 minutes, 12.47, 13.58, 13.25, 13.26, and now 14.03. That is remarkable consistency right there. So next year, I would assume we know Clutter is signed, and the question just becomes, can he stay healthy? Can he continue to give you 60, 70, 75, maybe even more games per year and continue to play at that strong level. Uh, And and that is definitely uh, a wise 
thing where you can bring him back, one-year deal, not going to necessarily be problematic. It's not like you're sitting there worrying, oh, no, we locked him up for so long and it's going to cost us so much. No. Right now, you have got Cal Clutterbuck for one more year. If he does well, you can bring him back for another year. If he wants to retire or he doesn't really fit the role, you move on. It was a relatively low-risk uh, move by Lou Lamorello. And here's the thing about Cal Clutterbuck and really about his line mates, uh, Casey Sezikis, Matt Martin, and those three, as a unit, they are better than the sum of their, as a whole, they're better than the sum of their parts. They bring out the best in each other, they make each other play better hockey, and they have a great chemistry together, and that, especially in a fourth line, how many fourth lines stay together for one year, let alone two, let alone you know, six or seven, which is what this group has done, although Matt Martin departed in the middle for a couple of years up in Toronto. So look for more of the same from Cal Clutterbuck come next season, assuming he stays healthy. And if he doesn't, if the body continues to show signs of breaking down, then look, this year would be his final year with the Islanders. And, uh, he has been a great Islander nine seasons. Hard to believe. Nine seasons already for Cal Clutterbuck. And he will go down as a, a darn good piece of the Islanders' puzzle during his tenure here. We have got more to discuss on today's show when we return. We'll discuss Zidane Chara and where he finished in the voting for the Masterton Trophy, plus why this year's Eastern Conference Final is so difficult for Islander fans to watch. All that and more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. I'll tell you, I I really want to discuss our next sponsor. It's Athletic Greens. And, you know, I started taking AG1 because I am not a pill person. I don't like taking a lot of pills. I'm not that good at taking pills. And I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great because I'm, you know, usually swallowing these things and, and, and drinking them. So what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all of these things. And look, it's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, and no nasty chemicals or artificial every, anything while still tasting great. And it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
We have an important favor to ask you. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcasts even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and what you don't like about Locked On Podcasts. So go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take you very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey, and thank you for your help. So the voting is done, and it's in when it comes to the Bill Masterton Trophy, Zidane Chara was a finalist, which we announced uh, about a week ago when that announcement was made, maybe a little longer than that. But Z not winning the award, and I predicted it when they announced the finalists, that Carey Price of the Montreal Canadiens would win the award, and he did, and he deserved it. Uh, Kevin Hayes of Philadelphia finished second, uh, barely ahead of Chara, and Chara actually got more first-place votes than Hayes. Uh, Big Z had 33 first-place votes, but only 20 second-place votes, while Hayes had 29 second-place votes. Chara got only 17 third-place votes. Hayes got 22. So Hayes ended up ahead of Chara for second place in the uh, race for the Masterton, but congratulations to Carey Price. He was the favorite by far, and uh, he had 19 more uh, first-place votes than Hayes, 17 more first-place votes than Chara, and he wins. But for Zidane Chara, you know, look, the award is supposed to be about dedication to hockey, determination, perseverance. That is Zidane Chara at the age of 45 in a nutshell, but Look, Carey Price, his circumstances, what was going on with him both on and off the ice, uh, a very deserving winner, so congratulations to him. Can't say anything bad about Hayes and the fact that he deserved consideration as well. So three deserving finalists and, and Chara not going to win the award this year, but even the fact that he was a finalist is certainly uh, an honor and congratulations to Zidane Chara for that. Wanted to talk a little bit about the Eastern Conference Final. And yesterday, the Tampa Bay Lightning, with a last-minute goal, end up beating the Rangers 3-2. They overcame a 2-0 deficit. And now the Rangers' lead in the series is cut to 2-1. Game 4 coming up tomorrow in Tampa. And boy, is that going to be an important, important game uh, as far as the way the rest of this series is going to go. But for Islander fans, this is not an easy series to watch. Uh, Yeah, there are, you know, you got some former Islanders on the ice, you know, you have Ryan Strome playing for the Rangers. Uh, But here it is. You have an Eastern Conference Final between the team that knocked you out of the playoffs the last two years in two close series. In fact, both in 2021 and 2020, no team gave the Tampa Bay Lightning a better run for their money in a playoff series than the New York Islanders did. So, you know, when you come that close and the team you lose to wins back-to-back Stanley Cups, That's not easy, and Islander fans have to put up with seeing the Lightning going for a three-peat. And 
to add more to it, if you're an Islander fan, no NHL team has won three straight Stanley Cups since the Islanders did it in, well, they did it four straight from 80 to 83. So no one has won three straight since the Islanders did it in 81, 82, and 83. That's a long time. You know, we're closing in on 40 years. You want the Islanders to hold on to that that honor and that mark until maybe they could beat it. But right now, you don't want anyone stepping on those toes or coming close to what those great Islander teams accomplished. So that's another element as to why it's hard to root for the Tampa Bay Lightning. I don't have to tell Ranger uh, Islander fans why you're not rooting for the Rangers. They're the Rangers. It's the biggest rival that the Islanders have. And, you know, I've seen, and, and so many people on social media uh, who, you know, we did talk and, and, and comment on each other's posts, Islander fans just saying, I hope neither team wins. Well, I, I wish there was a way for that to happen. But realistically, uh, while it is entertaining hockey and very good, you know, very good games to watch, two great goaltenders, two deep and you know, talented teams, it is very difficult as an Islander fan to sit and watch two teams who the Islanders don't like, are frustrated with, have been, you know, Rangers, they've been rivals with since the Islanders came into the league back in 1972. The Lightning, just especially the last two or three years with the two playoff matchups in back-to-back years, a pox on both their houses is kind of the way most Islander fans feel. Out West, yeah, you could say, okay, I don't want, you know, I want Devon Taves to win. He's a former Islander. Or uh, I, I want to see a Canadian team win. Maybe it's time for Edmonton. You, you can take your pick and just enjoy the Western Conference uh, series. But that Eastern Conference is really, really tough overall. To, uh, to sit through and, and to have a rooting interest in for most Islander fans. So hopefully we'll get past it, and then I'm sure 99% of Islander fans will be rooting for whoever wins the Western Conference uh, in the Stanley Cup Finals. But first, we got to get through this. Look, it's not stopping me from watching the games. I, you know, I love hockey. I want to watch it played at a high level. But as far as who to root for... Uh, you know, very, very difficult to pick a team given the two teams that are in this Eastern Conference Final. We have got more to discuss on today's show. We have our Islanders' birthday of the day. This one's a little obscure. Let's see if you can uh, guess who it is. He's a player who played one season with the Islanders in the early 2000s. So let's see if you can guess who that is. But first, today's episode is brought to you by your friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports development, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Hockey Conference Final, Major League Baseball, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA, UFC, to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And today, which is, by the way, the anniversary of D-Day in World War II, but today is the 50th birthday for former Islanders defenseman Marko Kiprasov, the native of Turku, Finland, originally drafted in the third round by the Montreal Canadiens back in 1994, made his NHL debut with the Canadiens in 95-96, playing 24 games with them and picking up four assists, went back to Europe in the Swedish Elite League, the Swiss League, the Finnish League, before signing with the Islanders in 2001-2002. Spent some time that year in Bridgeport and then played in 27 games with the Islanders, had six assists and four penalty minutes, and was an even plus minus in that season. And then went back to Switzerland, Finland, France, and finished up his career in Europe back in 2012-2013. Kiprasov played in 51 NHL games. 27 of those with the Islanders. He had 10 assists and 12 penalty minutes. We're going to look at one of his better games with the Isles. December 18, 2001, at the Nassau Coliseum, the Edmonton Oilers, one of the final four teams visiting the Islanders. Tommy Sallow, the former Islander, in goal for Edmonton. Chris Osgood, the Wizard of Oz, is in between the pipes for the Isles. Mark Parrish gets the Islanders on the board first, his 18th. Michael Pekka and Roman Hammerlick with the assist at 6:22, Isles up 1-0 after one period. In the second, Jason Chimera ties it for the Oilers. His first, Yanni Ninema and Todd Marchant with the assist at 7:35, Isles and Oilers deadlocked at 1. In the second period, the Islanders take the lead on a goal by Sean Bates. That one coming at 10:26 of the middle stanza. Marco Kiprasov, our Islanders' birthday of the day, gets one assist, Dick Tarnstrom the other, and the Isles have a 2-1 to one lead after 40 minutes. In the third, Marius Tchaikovsky extends the Islanders' lead early, his 11th, Mark Parrish and Roman Hammerlick with the assist at 2:03, and then Dave Scatcher to the Islanders off for roughing. Sean Bates gets a shorthanded goal, his ninth from Michael Pekka at 15-16, That was a big turning point because the Oilers could have gotten to within a goal. Instead, the Islanders go up 4-1, and that was the final. Chris Osgood, 30 saves in a game the Islanders were outshot 30-27. For our Islanders' birthday of the day, Marco Kiprasov, one assist. He was a plus three in this game. Played in 24 minutes and 59 seconds of ice time there and had two shots on goal. So only briefly an Islander, but a steady defensive defenseman. Happy 50th birthday to Marco Kiprasov. He is our Islanders birthday of the day. So hopefully the Islanders will uh, have a very fruitful offseason. And we're going to, again, tomorrow, talk a little bit about uh, a potential trade. And then later on this week, Uh, In addition to the trade target, we'll start looking at some of the players the Islanders may be looking at when their pick comes up, the 13th overall pick in the draft. This is going to be a big pick, and it's great that the Islanders held on to it. Look, if they have to trade it to get that special player, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But for right now, um, good to know the Islanders have that 13th overall pick in their back pocket, and we'll start to think about who they may 
be able to draft with that pick uh, in the coming shows this week and between now and the draft. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. You can hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. And yeah, I do host the Monday edition of the show and co-host the Friday edition along with, uh, you know, so so uh, with Rachel Donner. And it's great to, uh, to do that. So please check it out and uh, listen in. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.